1: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
0: How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com.
2: Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's D&D campaign. Featuring... Bentley Woods, CJ, Dee Blackwater, Milo Ruder, and Phoebe Wilhine. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. After a few days in Oriander, Milo answers Dee's request for assistance in finding the Tide Collar. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome back once more to some more Endgame preparations. We're going to start today off with Milo Ruder. Milo, mm-hmm. it's been a couple days since everybody's sort of gone their separate ways. Yeah. You've created a sort of psychic link with everybody. Okay. The way I've been referring to it is AOL Instant Messenger. Okay. You're just able to kind of mentally ping one another and keep each other up to date as a means of the players of keeping in contact, but also making sure that you guys kind of have a way of keeping in, in contact. Okay. Part of your new suite of powers. About About three days since everybody's split up, everybody's been kind of working on their own stuff, you get a ping... From D. D, what does he hear in his brain? Roughly. You don't hey, have to remember what happened an hour ago. Because I definitely don't. Neither, uh, neither do I, <laughs> so I'm going to make you do it.
1: Hey, Bat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh just hey, like You up? Uh, heading southward uh, uh, where, uh, from Port Thalo to Ambercrag, looking to fix my relationship between Wave and the Tide Tidecaller.
3: In, wait, in between Thalo and Ambercrag? Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, looking to mend my relationships between uh, wave and tide collar. Any help would be nice. Okay.
2: But you get this ping. I imagine at this time you've you've been an Oriander for at least a day or two by now. Uh huh. Hard at work. We'll yep. cover that later if we haven't already. But uh, you get a you get a ping. Yep. And you know the general location of Wave being on, on D's back does in fact create a little ping. You you kind of have this overwhelming sensation at all times now. It's like a compass with 40 inputs of where North is.
0: Mm-hmm. Where
2: you you're a you're a video game character with too many side quests active. Yeah. <laughs> the arrows are pointing in every direction. For sure. I a get button. that. I get that. But wave is a familiar signature. You've spent enough time around D in recent weeks to know which one that is. And the tide collar is a very prominent arrow on your on your uh, proverbial radar. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, but at this time with you, you have Bullet and Wattsworth. Correct.
3: What's your preferred method of travel? Uh, I'm gonna. Saddle up on a bullet here, take to the skies. Yeah. Gonna start heading in that direction. Okay. If there is a headwind we will fly on. If there is a tailwind, I might join. (laughs) I forgot to roll for the weather. It's a sideways wind. Ah! Eighty four means there's a tailwind. Okay. Cool. So at certain points, I will glide alongside. I will roll off and glide. Okay. And, um... You coast alongside your avian pal. And think highly of my team and hope that they are killing it. And because I know they are, they're great. And make my way south... Eastward, okay, towards the call—the <laughs> call of the wind, the call of the wild.
2: Okay, um, from your your vantage with your insane passive perception, now as as high as that must be, um, as you sort of trail around off to your left as you're flying, kind of down towards the port, you do see Amber Crag. It is, it is a buzz. There are a lot of people in there. Even from, from this distance, from up high, you just see people everywhere. Mm. They are all... As a local, you would know that the National Guard is not typically out in droves, but you do see a number of sort of insignias and banners from the equivalent. It would be the Bureau of Discovery from Alluvia. Lots and lots of medical personnel, trucks like multiple trucks kind of going from Port Thalo up to Amber Crag there and back again.
3: Serious business occurring there.
2: Yeah. There's an awful lot going on. Um, and you can see signs like a big spot in an empty field that's been kind of fenced off and there's a bunch of metal and like these big spools kind of being set out there. There's... M- there's much ado in, in Ambercrag, but as you kind of carry on your flight on occasion you do clock some elgium just meandering through a field each and every group is accompanied by a behem in some way none of them at least for now appear any any sort of danger to Ambercrag but they are within like 10 miles or so but you just see these little like these little huddled together groups of elgium and that familiar tether of information Flowing from one to the next, but none of them look up. They have no fear of avian predators, so they don't clock you as you're buzzing your way down towards the port. And you you do arrive relatively quickly because you are going literally as the crow flies. Um, it only takes you about an hour with the tailwinds and with Bullet's assistance, because Bullet's a fast guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you cover what would be a three day journey on foot in. An hour and a half. Whee! And you're just zooming along. Miracle flight. Yeah. And you see a semi-familiar galleon setting sail, heading a little ways out to sea already. It's probably... I don't know. Five-ish miles away. It's not gaining particularly fast. Um, but there's, there's a small, small attache of, of individuals on there. And you see a, 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 fella standing on the, uh, on the ship holding a trident. Big white coat. Red hair just kind of flopping loosely in the, in the sea breeze. As D, give me a perception check, buddy. Lucky. Okay. As you guys have set out a little while ago. Eleven. All right, uh, you see the open ocean before you. Wind, wind, kind of just coursing through, and you're like, "This is the life."
3: Milo, what's your entrance look like? Thank you for asking. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Milo's gonna fly in, and uh, he's gonna fly in first and land next to D and. Uh, bullet's gonna fly above where he like casts a shadow over so it looks like it's a huge creature above the boat. Oh no. And uh I'm just gonna use that thinking that he's gonna be looking at that shadow not paying attention to me walking up behind him and then just pull a, an on your left and <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh no! And uh yeah just Who is the erosion? Tap him on the right shoulder, walk on his left side.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you see the uh, overwhelming silhouette of what can only be a dragon or something terrifying. And you, oh, and you look up
3: and you just see brown wings and a massive beak. You feel a tap on your right shoulder. And like, don't worry, friend, it's just us. Jesus. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey. Uh,
1: how have things been for the last day and a half two days
3: pretty good uh, we're able to do some good and gain some allies for the fights ahead
1: right on sick
3: all right
2: team as you as you make your glorious entrance Milo um, there are there's not like a huge amount of people sailing this ship um, and as d will will be aware of it only takes about six people to sail this thing. The Red Prince sails very, very light on crew. Um, there is a Blastoise, just kind of chilling on deck. With what would be new to Milo is one gigantic cannon sticking Ooh. out of its back. Okay. Um, and it's just kind of perched there, it sees you coming in for a for a landing, and like kind of aims the cannon down, but sees that you're a child and is like, "I was told to expect somebody." Maybe this is him, and then you land next to him, and D doesn't immediately try to stab you. So he seems pretty chill. There's a... I don't want to out-D is having a little crush, but there is a certain somebody on board. <laughs> There's a certain first mate on board the the Red Prince that is standing next to D's very imposing and very tall father, um, who's just kind of... At the wheel, looks down at you, kind of recognizes, and then is just like, sure, whatever. And you see uh, Lucy stood next to him. Your actual dad is here? Yeah. His actual real dad.
1: Everybody bring him. No- <laughs> <laughs> bring him in. Yeah, right. He makes fun of me for playing tabletop games, huh? So. Well, <laughs> joke's on him because he's here. <gasps> I'd be what? like, what? <laughs> How'd you even find him? I don't know put an ad out on Craigslist that's not my dad true <laughs> get out of here <laughs> leaf
2: it's off um but yeah there's um there's a decent crew there's a there's a pretty big probably new to Milo there's a big orange otter with like a life preserver mm. it's got two propeller tails seems very just kind of jumpy a little bit eager. And then there's like this big stack of like clamshells and like weird striped coral stuck on the wall. And it's just snoring loudly.
3: Interesting.
1: Got quite the crew. do oh, it's not mine, That's theirs. Um, the uh, creature stuck to the wall. It's my dad's and the other two are hers.
3: Right on. Um, what, what is that creature stuck to the wall? That's interesting.
1: Um, uh, uh, I think the barbarical with my, my deck said, I don't know. He freaks me out though. I, I just I like wide berth. Anytime you try to like walk by him.
2: Yeah. As you turn back to look at it, go at that. <laughs> and then right behind you, like through the ship, you just
3: hear. He's um, very I, nice though. I would like to put the goggles on and perceive it. Okay. Okay.
2: No source energy. Seems interesting. Okay. Nothing uh, Nothing supernatural about this guy. Just a very bizarre looking barbarical. And it's standing there and you just see a couple like palms of hands and like eyeballs kind of slurk open in there. It's pretty nasty, but nothing untoward about it other than it's kind of an unsettling thing to behold.
3: For sure. For sure.
1: Oh yeah, and the only thing new for D is on both of his wrists he has like these iron cuffs with the similar uh, anchor symbol on it, and there's a chain on the right hand one that leads to his back that mm. goes and attaches to the trident. Oh, and then and six uh, six Pokeballs at his side. Nice, cool. SR our... <sighs> So, well, uh, you know. You were saying, you know, directions of where these things are.
3: Mm-hmm. Can I do a really quick uh, mental calibration and are they already heading in the correct direction? Kind of. Okay. They are headed
2: south by um, southwest. Mm-hmm. They need to be going like almost directly southeast. So a slight change in heading.
3: Okay. Um, and you're at the wheel currently? No, oh, I that's I was... my dad. Yeah, oh, his dad okay. is at the wheel. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I can, I can kind of sense where this tide collars at, but it seems we need to be heading more in that direction.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to tell him, or did you want to tell him? You know, I'll just go tell him. Uh, (laughs) do you do you want to talk
2: to my scary dad, or or do do I have to do it? Well, hey, Dee's dad, he's, he's um, dad so.
1: <laughs> I know this is your ship, but like, uh, uh, going the wrong way. Um, yeah, I'll let him, I'll go up to my dad and be okay. like, uh, I need to make a change of force that way. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just
0: catch
2: it, you're like, ah! <laughs> and he'll just, he's like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> when he just kind of keeps it going, still has that same... That same open bottle in the right hand, steering with the left, completely unperturbed. So very much in his own head.
1: Make a long story short, I kind of told him generally everything. Impending doom, moon creatures. Mm. Okay. Um, he's already met the Tidecaller. Okay. Um, Did,
3: I mean, he's come into contact with them before, right? The, him the himself, aliens? Him himself,
1: no, but uh, what's her name? Uh, Lucy. 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 Lucy has one, like an LGM, that she had in a ball. When I originally came here, before we knew that those things were what yeah, they were. Yeah, I think
3: that's what I was thinking of. Yes. But like he's seen that, so he knows like yes. what they look like, like and stuff. Yes, small green
1: things, small green gray things. Okay. No bueno.
3: And, but they haven't heard or seen of any others hmm. since?
1: Uh, not that I'm aware of. Lucy, any, anything from you? Or any news on the front of everything? Nothing from the water plenty of stuff on land yeah they just said that they've heard news that the main mainland is not looking too hot but I told them that these things can probably come from any sort of which way direction so um oh more fun things my whole last name a complete lie not necessarily but, like, you know how there's, like, riffs in reality and, like, different dimensions overlapping and all this sort of weird fun stuff? No, but... <laughs> oh, sure. well, I have a voice in my head and I'll actually grab Wave. Again. Okay.
2: Um, Milo. Okay. This will be fun for you. mm mm-hmm. um, as, as D kind of draws Wave from the sort of, as I've been calling it, the guitar case on his back... And just kind of holds it in front of him. You see a, a guy just kind of apparate next to him. Dark tan skin. Big, just like sun-bleached afro. Very dead. Um, obvious signs of like starting to decay. Big coat kind of like draped on there. And he's just standing behind D. You just gonna show me to everyone, or or like what? Cause like, no one can see me, so...
3: But I can see him? Yeah. What do you mean, I can see you?
1: Huh. Now this is interesting!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Who's this? Hello? My name is Milo. Milo? Yeah, who are you? Perseus Blackwater. And he'll
2: hold a ghostly hand out to you. Can we? I'm just kidding. I okay. passed this clean
3: through. All right. That's kind
1: of what I thought, but you
3: never... I've seen Stranger Things. Not the show, though. So, no.
1: So he... <laughs> so he's like my great times a thousand grandpa, but not really. Okay. He's like from... Not with where, that attitude. He's from where... Someday
2: you'll start respecting me.
1: Someday you start respecting... Uh, he is from the same uh, time as Alnimir.
3: Oh interesting
1: and i guess so is this so is this and i point to the ship
3: yeah we don't belong here none Uh, of us do do you remember how you got here did you already ask all these questions
1: no he's been pissing me off for like the last three days and i've gotten zero sleep and he almost drowned me in the in the manor
3: well i didn't
2: some of us don't know how to control our water manipulation powers
1: So yeah, I've been dealing with this for like three days. Okay.
2: Um... As for how we got here, some twit back in the day thought it would be a great idea to detonate some incredibly powerful magic. And this completely ridiculous pain in the neck pulled me into a new reality and gave me a chance at life. And I took it.
3: But you're not alive or is this the version of life that you're getting
2: oh this is what came after okay consequences and such
1: and he's talking about this and i'll pull out the book of the multi-headed you see undertow. a book
2: called uh here there be monsters and you do you see a very inky depiction of a what could be a gyarados with many heads
1: this was his friend bff yeah friend
3: bff yeah How long have you,
1: this has been since you got the trident? No, this has been since I almost killed that guy.
2: Yeah, since, uh, uh, since old red here tried to take the life of someone who had surrendered.
1: Gotcha.
3: Um. Thankfully, his aim is terrible. Don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Do you know something named Helios? Hmm,
1: this is a uh,
3: <laughs> You've got a ghostly dude in a book. <laughs> it's, it's hard to not know. Um, no, you're fair. That's fair.
2: Can't say do you know? I've been around for. It's not my skin, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, his is like. um looks like a library it's, book. Yeah, it's like a library book. You've probably run across it before and just didn't pay attention to it. Okay. But it's it's like a historical account of like a bunch of sailors. Sure.
3: Just making sure. Yeah. No, Ask
2: away. No, that's, no, that's reasonable. Fair, fair point. <laughs> that would have been so good. Just completely. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I do. No!
0: We can never get away!
3: No, he's busy. Interesting. He's doing other things. So how do you know it's the same do you know Alnimir, or how do you know you're from the nah. same or just in a similar
1: I put the, I put the thing together that yes. him and Alnimir are from the same planet I've never met
3: anyone named Alnimir, so they maybe could be from like different ones but the same thing happened to bring them here potentially
1: potentially yeah like could they're be from the, the same, same could be different yeah, Like there they, could the be same 30 process 30 million, million of these universes and they all kind of just yeah that's true so, or they could be from the same one, or they could be from, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he is like a grandpa to me, and he is haunting my waking life.
3: Let me ask you another question, then, <sighs> because sure. this seems to be a thing. When all the are we know somebody, uh, I don't know if you debriefed him on that, or if you're just telling me for No, no as no, a I'm matter of fact, you. he didn't. Okay, so... There's somebody that we know that is also from like a different timeline, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And he was actually brought here with someone else he knew. Was it just you, or was there, were no. there more of you? A couple of us. Who are those people? Good friends and allies. Like a lot. And line. one guy that like
2: I
0: really hate,
3: but um. He thought he was better than everyone. Like how? Like, are we talking like thirty people or like nah, four like of us? Four? Okay. Who? Like, who are they? <laughs>
2: Long dead, I imagine.
3: But yeah, but I mean, we've met Alnemir. You know,
2: oh. we've. Don't met know anyone to met to
3: Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying we may have come across them in travels. Like we, this is pre D, but like we met a guy named Spencer. And then we're still not even fully aware if he was ever even alive. Like, do you know a Spencer? All I'm saying is we may have crossed paths with them. I don't know a Spencer. No.
2: Um, I knew a guy for a bit, but I don't think he came back with us. His name was Pollen. Uh, Pollen. Pollen uh,
3: Watkins? Yeah, that's the one. We've met him.
2: Well, I'm not surprised if you can see ghosts. You've probably run into him. It's a, Small world, unless everyone's dead. Um, oh my god. Guy named Elmar. Killer with a sword, but really just clueless when it came to anything mystical. And uh, Griff. Very, very talented Griff.
1: Wait, he's, right- my, he's my partner. Way to ride that line, Drew. <laughs>
2: Talented, uh, talented druid.
3: Well, and, um... Who, uh, which one of those is the one you hated? Uh, none of those, was no. it, Oh, I was gonna say, I've guessed Pollen, because you two seem pretty opposite. No, Pollen was
2: aloof. But he was good. He was good when you needed him. He was there for us in the end. No. No, I hated refus you. Hmm. I hate that guy he was so sure of himself he could teleport into shadows
3: and he definitely made sure you knew it I don't think that sounds kind of like Helios a little bit to me but that's just me wanting to believe that that's where he he came from a similar place and I could just be connecting dots that aren't there
2: well I mean Helios... Undertow...
1: Tomato-Tomato?
2: At the end of the day, in my time at least, wasn't that uncommon to hitch yourself to... something else in exchange for favors.
3: I think it'd be interesting... if you wanted to after this. might be worth (laughs) taking him to where we met, Pollen. Well, yeah, we could. Cause it didn't seem like, in my memory, that Pollen was like, dead. It seemed like he was trapped, in like another, like
1: an in-between. plane. Ah,
3: yeah, that happened a lot
2: when I knew him. Mm. Constantly, man would sling a fireball and then disappear for a week. It's impressive. Annoying, a... but impressive. Get like a big jellyfish with him, I think. Ah, Pringles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Ah, oh, good times. That guy. Interesting. Wish he was around more, but yeah, didn't quite work out.
1: So yeah, to make a longer story short, the moniker Black—it's Mo- Blackwater—is a moniker, I guess, and whoever pretty much captains this takes on that name.
3: Yeah, a lot of people wanted to be me. So was your name something else, and then you were the ship captain, and you no. no.
1: OG. Yeah. The
2: guy who took my ship from me took my name, too. Mm. And then that's just become
3: a thing? Yeah. The tradition? Yeah, for whatever reason.
1: And then when his spawn came and crossed over, like, on the mirror, that's how my line started. Huh? So... This is actually
2: my great-great-great-great-grandson. But... He's gotta earn it first.
3: Okay. He's a direct it. descendant of me, okay, but okay.
2: he hasn't yeah. earned his name yet because Wave won't respect him. Gotcha. Okay. It's like
1: I'm. <clears throat> yeah. Struggling to hold it. Um.
3: Does he know all about the Moon Touch stuff? I'm pretty sure he does, just passively. Uh, yeah. Aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, in my time we had smiling zombies, so. Darn. Okay, I was kind of thinking if like, oh, if you guys went through this or something. Nah. Okay.
1: Nah. Moon, Moon never attacked you?
3: <laughs> no. Mm. That would have been ridiculous. And I want to ask, because you mentioned it, you were brought here by a massive explosion. So it was yeah. so big that it ripped a hole in both space and time, but well, you didn't die?
2: Refresh, you ripped a hole in space and time. I okay. imagine one of me did, but we got pulled here. So he saved you but you hate him? Well, I hated him and then he saved me. Gotcha. And I haven't
3: seen him since. Um This tide collar that we're gonna go see. Yeah. Are you familiar with them from your world as well? No.
2: No, this is something in your world. This is something in your world that when my time came to an end, came for me, bound me to this this trident. I'm not happy about it. But, on account of it wasn't made here, I don't get what you get when you die. I get this.
3: Is there a way to get you out of it? To, like, unbind you?
2: Not as far as I've heard. Can but I insight that? Yeah. They weren't that keen on sharing the fine print. Uh, 18. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's <laughs>
0: no way! <laughs>
2: yeah, not not that he's heard... Cut. He's he's being genuine. <laughs> did, you, did you just get your first taste of Milo's wisdom?
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: god.
2: <laughs> I saw when he rolled on the die, and he's like 18. It's been great watching eight. in these sessions when Joel rolls and I can see it and it's like eight and he's like, twenty-two. And everyone's like, dang, good roll. And I'm like, hmm, it could be so much higher. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, he he doesn't seem to know. Um but again, if your if your goal was to imprison somebody in something, yeah. you probably wouldn't tell them that they could get out.
3: For sure. I just wanted to make Bridge sure he wasn't know. trying to use D as a like a vessel to get out, like use him to be oh. like, oh get me. No, out here. from
2: that role though you are quite certain that he is telling the truth in the sense of he wasn't made here, so he doesn't get what you get. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no afterlife for him here.
3: Yeah, I get that. I get that. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't like, yeah. oh, take me here, bash the thing three times, and then we switch nah. spots Sing or hallelujah. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Body swap. Handshake. <laughs> 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 now you're in the fork. <laughs> pull a, pull a freaky Friday. <laughs> and then all. sail away. I just wanted to yeah. make sure. I know as a player, I just... No, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. I uh, respect it.
2: It's
1: good questions to ask. So there's more. <laughs> okay. Question, do you want Snake Monster or do you want um, Family Crest? Which Which one Which do you wanna start with?
3: I'll let you choose. Uh, let's start with Snake Monster because that sounds like it could interrupt and I'd
1: rather know about it. Fair enough. So Snake Monster, and I'll hand him the book with the, okay. all the page markings. So as we said before, this creature is BFFs with Percy. Okay. This creature is also here.
3: Got brought with you. Yeah. What else got brought with you? Well, complicated story. Ah. Uh,
2: <laughs> I I drowned, and Undertow took advantage, and then we were we were battle. Who's partners. Undertow?
1: That.
3: Okay.
2: That's Undertow. But his heads are in the wrong order. That one should be over here.
1: That's not the important part. (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay.
2: Because if you run into one and the heads are in that order, that's not Undertow.
1: But aren't they all... Okay.
2: Anyway. In the same way that you've got the thing you flew in on, Uh I had Undertow. Okay. Or I guess Undertow had me, depending on your perspective. Sure. We fought together... We died together. Okay. And then Refusul made that not happen. Okay. And put us here. Okay. When I died, Undertow's already dead. Mm-hmm. He was, he was dead when he met me. Okay. He went and found someone else. Okay. And now he just lives in your oceans, feeding on your fish. With somebody else. Probably. Okay. Unless he finally realized that he doesn't need us. His siblings aren't here anymore because he ate them. So I imagine...
3: He's got nothing else to do. Probably doesn't take orders anymore.
1: That's the multiple heads. Those so is that an siblings? issue?
3: Like, or is, or, is it going to be like we're trying to help him find his friend or like this is a potential threat?
1: The latter. Um, But my thing to you, you being this, probably the more logical people, person in the group, we could use this to help us. Yeah.
2: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, use him.
1: But then he said that. And then I was like, well, can I get a meeting or an audience with him? And he told me I have to drown.
2: Yeah, that wasn't a threat. That was that was advice. Like it's pointless?
1: No, that's no, literally like how oh, I... you meet him. <laughs> and
2: Undertow's not here. You have to go to Undertow. He will come get you. He does it every time.
1: Is that guaranteed? No.
2: But it might be better off than meeting him. Because you might not like what you get.
1: <sighs> well, you
2: did all right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Spencer. You ask. I live
1: in a fork. What's your question? As a last case scenario. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, no. Because I'm, re- I'm really on that line of like, I'm either dying in this moon. Explosion beam. <clears throat> All right, dive drowning.
3: I have one more question, and then I will have your answer. Okay. How did you drown? Mutiny. Got thrown overboard. Like during a storm, or just not a great swimmer, or what? Well,
2: <laughs> they both, I
3: guess.
1: I watched him get tossed overboard. He had chains and things wrapped around him, held down down by cannonballs, and then... Gotcha. Love those
3: guys. Was so happy to stove them in. Um, (laughs) Here's my genuine opinion if I use exclusively logic and uh, avoid the obvious I don't think you should kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> argument okay finally a reasonable speaker <laughs> um <laughs> in a last resort scenario it doesn't seem like a half bad thing to call on however based on what I've observed between you and this trident and Perseus here and what I've heard in terms of, in terms of stories, I don't think thrusting yourself in the water and, like, dying would be the way to summon this creature to you. I would think it sounds like there needs to be some sort of motivation to interact with you rather than, been like, I'm throwing myself in to meet with you, like, drowning in a fight or, like, a Viking Valhalla situation or a... desperation when like you're not wanting to end like in his case it was a Mm -hmm. mutiny he was fighting for his life and his crew betrayed him he's in a position right where he's not ready to give up and it's similar to helios with bentley maybe gave him an offer like hey you want your help where like if you're just throwing yourself in the water he might be like, what an idiot, and fair not enough. even talk to you.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Just keep that
3: in mind, and don't make that decision lightly.
1: Noted. Okay. Perfect. See, I knew there was a reason why I waited to do that until I talked to you. Um, <laughs> Take me. <laughs> Leap into the sea. Okay. He's like, sure. <laughs> 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 This family crest, and I'll open up the other book.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: This is a relic from his time that got trapped here.
3: Okay. I want to look at this with my goggles, too, to see if there's anything giving off, like it's not from here. Um, Magic vibes, or if it's just a book. You don't have to make book, it up. It's... No, the
2: book is, like, normal. Okay. And everything in the book is kind of normal. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's. I don't know. The goggles are totally like. Fine. It's just totally a book. fine. Yeah. Okay. It is it, it, the book. Yeah. Totally fine.
1: So, this marquee, which is like this family crest. Okay. There, There's this ship that we can go get that is completely sunken. Okay. And if you find this little crest and you pin it to yourself, you resurrect this ship from the sea. You can sail it, but you can't leave it. And the thing is. Because if you die while you're on the ship, mm-hmm. or if you're, you are cursed to forever be on the ship, even after, even in death.
3: <sighs> Only, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is this from the book, or is Perseus the one relaying this info? Both. Okay, because my question on that would be, if we go there, are there going to be just a bunch of waterlogged bodies, or more of yous?
1: There, the full. Both. yeah okay. Um, like the crew resurrects with this ship. Mm. Being be pirates, carry part of ship, part of crew. Yeah. Thing is, is I offered this crest to my dad. Mm-hmm. Told him the entire thing of it. Yeah, and told him that he wouldn't be able to see my mom mm-hmm. upon death mm-hmm. because his death would be tied to the ship. Correct. Yeah. So. My thought Mm -hmm. is, well, I mean, I could take it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would solve that. But you know how CJ can't
3: Mm, live? Interesting.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, he's going to be bound to the water. Yeah.
3: I don't know. That's a question for him. I don't know how that stuff works to make a decision or offer advice or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's an interesting idea. Can I offer, or not offer, but can I ask a counterpoint? Could you give it to him?
1: Does it work like that?
3: I can't pick it up.
1: No, that's fair. Mm.
3: What if you gave it to the trident? Well, but The I don't tri- know.
1: trident's bound to me. Well, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Okay. Mm. I've never pinned a family crest on a magical fork.
1: I could engrave it. <laughs> but that that's asking. not gonna do Yeah, yeah just <laughs> asking. I mean maybe the tide collar has more information being this greater being of knowing what's in the sea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I know squat about the whole tide collar stone situation, so that's kind of why I wanted you here. So we can I can, we can find this guy easier we can figure out a way to make amends with Wave into
3: with him or the like are you two the same thing no no,
1: no. he's just being an ass to be I an ass I just live here mm. yeah okay he's Got just it. trapped to it yeah gotcha okay can no. I like make you go away like disappear oh
2: <sighs> yeah no if, uh, if I could do that I'd have done it
1: <laughs> you're fun to be around
2: <laughs> so I've been told
1: do you want to drink? Are you thirsty or anything? Um, I think I'm good right now. Okay. I'm going to go grab a glass of whiskey. Hi, <gasps> <my> Dad. <laughs> Ooh. All right. And I'll just, I'll pound one back because he's got a headache from talking with Percy. Powerful parenting. Yeah. Here, kid.
2: Have some whiskey.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, so this, that family crest the reason why we were heading Southwest was because that's where it's at. It's about six days from the port. So I'm going to head out there when we're done doing the tide collar stuff.
3: Oh, where the ship is? Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Me and my dad are going to go deep sea diving for this thing. I'm at least going to have it to have it, and then I'll present it to...
3: So it's not like touching it is sealing the deal. No, it's it's a very intentional thing. Yeah. Got it.
1: Okay. Am I still going to be careful about it? Absolutely. It's going to be in a box that's going to be wrapped, that's going to be put in a safety deposit box in an unmarked location off the Cayman Islands. For sure that's where it is now. <laughs> Just leave it there, tax free. Yeah, yeah, got it. So, um, but yeah, that's been my like two days. Yeah. Oh, and then I got a lot this. Of reading, and I'll tap the ball. You tap the dive ball, yeah. I'll tap, so, the, di- I'll tap the dive ball.
2: Pulling out of the dive ball is this big squid octopus. And it lands on the on the ship, and at the edge of its long purple tentacles are these little algae-like tendrils that just kind of snare out. And you see, similar to your time in Hillmouth, an octillery. Nice. Not a primal octillery in this case, but a purple one to be sure. A
1: primus octillery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Milo, this is cups. Cups. This is Milo. Nice to meet you, Cups. All right. And it just
2: kind of feels all around your hand with that, like, almost sentient algae feel and the tentacle,
3: and it just leaves this, like, purple slime behind, and it just... Okay.
1: Um,
3: where'd you meet Cups?
1: Got it from, uh, Tom Woods. Oh. Because, like, when we were in there the first time, I asked him to find somebody to assist me with, whether it's water-based things... Things to power up my, you know, creations and little trinkets that I make. This is what he came back with.
3: Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's nice to meet you, Cups. And, um, one other weird question. Have you had any weird dreams lately?
1: I'm going to point at Percy. (laughs) Hi. He took me onto the Red Prince, like his timeline, watching him literally get thrown overboard. Mm. The guy who... Oh, this was while you slept. No, I was awake. Oh. Like, he went yoink and, like, shunted me into this, like, weird dream-like state. That's when I... That's when you saw me come clattering out of the room, like, vomiting salt water. Got it. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's really the only dream that I had. Why?
3: Um... (laughs) Because everyone seems to, so far that I've talked to, have had a weird dream that night. CJ had a dream that uh, it was like we were older. He he was still CJ, but then there was an older version of himself and the rest of us. But everyone but CJ had died. And then he had to fight like all of us. Mm. And uh, very bizarre. But then I also had one as well, where uh, we defeat, we win, we're victorious against the moon invasion. That's a good dream, but at an absolutely monstrous cost.
1: So, what's uh, that cost? If you if you don't mind me asking.
3: So in short, the way the dream played out was that it took one of every type of Pokemon, and similar to what we encountered in Tales End, one of each type that had source-infused abilities needed to trap it, similar to that ring, but in doing so, they are no longer. Well... So... I don't know and that's just for background for you that's I'm gonna be asking the tide caller some questions in relation to that so you at least know where they're coming from because if that's the case similar to what you asked about uh, drowning and meeting undertow and why I was so honest about that is that if that's a viable option that we need to keep in our back pocket might need to happen at the cost of near 20 friends minimum rough so I am hoping that in this conversation and or maybe some others with other guardians and such we can get some information on how that initial ring was created if there's other ways to do that without costing a life or if there's uh so is it like is it
1: like our companions or is it like what these guardians are scions or yeah or all all basically so it'd be scions guardians and anything below those
3: so again this is just what i saw in my dream Mm -hmm. but not necessarily that any and everything that has the power has to but like if say Nubster were to complete the ice component of it, then ice is covered. If that makes
1: sense. Yeah, let's let's avoid that like altogether. That'd be great. Fully
3: agree. Yeah. And that's why I'm kinda setting off on this leg of my journey to try to prevent that while also instilling the knowledge similar to how we just talked about your drowning that that might need to be a thing because as okay. awful as it is, if it takes all of us to stop this and none of us make it at the expense of the world
1: surviving. Yeah. Well, just send me a message if it's like everything failed up, Op- you know, operation, operation, Death by water, you know. Operation Waterboard.
3: I to my knowledge, you only have one source and in, uh, inclined Pokemon in Powder Keg, right? Or am I misremembering?
1: Um he, from my understanding, he's not Source Infused. But he, Source
3: Inclined, I
1: believe. In a way. Like he is like bottom of the food chain, food chain. Like he would be even below Crash and Nubster.
3: Yeah, but he yeah. has he has inclination to the stone more so than anybody else. Yeah,
1: other than that that's the only only one.
3: Okay. Um and what, I Did I you all... need
1: powder keg for anything or?
3: Oh. I I uh Yeah, that's, I forgot. So that's it. Okay. Don't don't let that. I know that's a lot. I know that's, that's really heavy. heavy.
1: Like, how do you like like not to put a, even a more damper? How do you sleep?
3: Uh, I I don't so much these days. Yeah. Um. Like I said, it my the rest of my time right now is going to be spent looking for an alternative. I mean, if I need to, for lack of a better word, instant transmission myself in this creature to a tea shop and have a conversation with it, like, I'll try whatever. Yeah. Like, it's I refuse to think that that's the only or first thing we should do. I,
1: yeah, no, for sure.
3: And in a similar vein, same with what you proposed to me.
1: Yeah. Alright. Yeah.
3: But I'm curious to ask the other two if they had any dreams, because it seems weird that three of the five of us on the same night had a had a dream had of an sorts. experience
1: of anything
3: and I asked well, yeah, I was curious with CJ's because in his we had all died so it's like oh is that connected to mine where like we did win but we all died
1: yeah yeah my thing had nothing to do with like the future and the end. past yeah I don't know yeah but it definitely was a wake up check to check my uh, I I have anger I guess would be uh, t- I guess to think before I act hence why I kind of tried to talk to you about before you know taking the leap of faith into the water mm. you know mm. to kind of talk it out before I just kind of went and did it mm-hmm. so
3: it's reassuring I guess that they haven't seen any of these things at sea
1: I mean they could have but I mean we've like have you ever seen an octillery that looks like this like, no. who's to say that? And, like, you know, no one's just like, oh, it's a weirdly colored Gyarados. You know what I mean?
3: Duh, I was not, Just to make sure on the same page we're talking about the LGMs.
1: Mm, nope. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, undertone and no. stuff like that. What do you mean? Oh, you're saying, let's run it back. We're not looking I'm... in
3: the ocean and all the sea life is turning into LGM or, like, moon touch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Everybody's everybody that I've talked to says that it's all good here like I talked to speaking of Cray he has an arrow tattoo now now yeah
3: interesting did he say anything about that
1: he said that the world's getting crazy yeah. and there it is all right he thought he's the lot la- he thought the last time I talked to him was 10 months ago so he doesn't even know where he's at half the time what have he's, you never met? Craig? He's busy, <laughs> so he's getting up. Okay,
2: gotcha. <laughs> a lot of it got lost in the, in the Cali lost in dude. The sauce. Got lost sure, sure. in the sauce, man. Dude's sure. higher than a kite. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just trying to stay afloat, dude. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Yeah, okay. but yeah, Craig. I mean, crazy. Even like he was out. I mean, I know they were just kind of out casually surfing. Like when I first arrived, I think Marley was even doing some flight drills and stuff like that, so they could even be monitoring out on water and stuff like that. I didn't really go in depth and ask, but everyone's kind of on high alert now. I mean, we've seen you've seen the messages all across, like stay away, don't go fighting these things, blah 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 blah.
3: Yeah, even Ambercrag when I flew by looked like it was.
1: Dude, there's like this giant thing that they're building. There's like SWAT teams that are there.
3: What are they building?
1: You no. Know? Uh, does it looked like it's some tower of sorts. Interesting. I wonder what that would do. But do you know? Um
2: Let's Retro, let's walk it back. Retro, you we would have had a point of exhaustion.
1: I'll roll I'll roll at a disadvantage. Throw
2: for me. Perception or investigation.
1: Okay. Disadvantage?
2: Yeah. Okay. We'll just see. Cause I don't know how much has actually been shared based on what people know. Mm-hmm. It is pretty public knowledge, so the DC is pretty low. It's twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Um. Okay. There are a couple of these towers going up. It's probably circulating on some degree of of like newspapers or something like that. There's probably been some news broadcasts. Um. They are looking to basically set up like kind of how what we have in in reality a cable beneath the ocean's floor for rapid transmission of information from one region to another. Because they could do like a TV broadcast to a region, Mm -hmm. but not international. Gotcha. So this tower, there's going to be one on top of the Sierras and one in Alluvia to send a signal all the way down to the beach and then across the ocean into parts unknown.
1: Well, that takes care of my minor side quest, very minor side quest. Well, those kind those, of. Are the, those are the last places that I have to do is Aluvia, Ambrite's here and Xantha. Mhm. But the two might be related. Maybe. It's entirely possible. Um communication tower. Interesting. But uh but yeah, dude, there was like yeah, everybody and their mother was there. Yeah. News people. Yeah, super busy. Yeah, news people, freaking SWAT, freaking Engineers, there's people from Fola that were putting those things together. There was like trucks and boats and stuff coming in from like the port that were bringing in a bunch of supplies. Alan is even like, like cracked on being busy. I even have Neek, I have Neek and Cooper over uh, at her shop. Oh, helping her out. Yeah, helping her out, and uh, they're actually making some black water balls to go out to the privateers. Neek's helping. Cooper's trying to help. Cooper's mm. doing his best. <laughs> Cooper's,
2: Cooper's trying not to be super in the way.
1: Um, <laughs> He's a good boy. But yeah, they're doing anything well. that, you know, they can. Which I need to remove all these steel scraps from my inventory now.
2: Yeah, uh, speaking of, it, it's been th- uh, two or three days since you've been in Ambercrag. Um, it's up to you when you send a balloon to go get your boys. I'll send a balloon now. If okay.
1: Before we get too far eastward, yeah. I'll, I'll okay. send you to send to go grab them. The going to go
2: pick up Neek, Cooper, and a uh, the package. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: The bloon squawks and cool. whew, 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 and he's out. He, he catches the the sea breeze and doesn't even flap his wings. Perfect. Like a psycho. Somehow.
1: t posing He's gone. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been my few days. So how far away is this dude? Um, At the rate you're going,
2: day and a half, two days.
1: A day and a half, <laughs> <two fun. days. laughs> Is there a way? I know Wave is not... Yeah, Wave right now and... can't help you. Okay. Um, I was going to see if I can control water. There might
2: be... I mean, you guys might have some people on your teams. I don't know. You guys are full of surprises sometimes. Yeah.
1: I don't have anybody big enough to pull a boat.
3: <laughs> what about push a boat?
1: Ah boat pusher no, float a boat. Mm, unless you can give powder cake wings. <laughs> Just
3: I went from underneath maybe, like push him up. But Um We need Pinocchio. We can get his little legs kicking. Yeah. <laughs> no um, Did you watch that Pinocchio movie? Mm-mm. Oh. Is it the new one or whatever? That's With Tom Hanks. One of the four new it. ones that yeah. came out last year? I haven't seen it. Geppetto's sitting on a little rowboat, half a rowboat, and Pinocchio's kicking, like, Dash from the Incredibles, and they're going, like, 50 miles an hour. Jesus. <laughs> I just want to
2: know what point someone saw a wooden puppet and went, I bet that thing could push a boat really fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, all I know is that the monstro has, like, tentacles now. Oh. Speaking of monstro and tentacles, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't see it. I'd I be so that excited.
2: Bit. That would have been a wicked. Thing. Um, but while you're while you guys are kind of chatting on the side of the boat, let's do um a perfectly normal perception check. Um, right. even though I know I know Milo can do it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure D can do it. You guys have high wisdoms. Don't
1: don't say that, because then I won't be able to do yeah. it. Yeah. C yes. <laughs> Got <him>. Twenty-seven.
2: Twenty-seven. <laughs> Eight. <Yeah. laughs> D, you're I mean, it, it makes sense. You're you're regaling Milo with everything that you've learned. Yeah. Uh, Milo, as you're kind of just watching the the swell of the waves, kind of just thinking about everything. You guys are heading in the right direction. You both kind of clock this massive shape in the water next to you, kind of carrying along with the swells, and you see this huge eyeball, just kind of open, and blink once, and kind of like almost focus on you guys through the water and this thing's easily like twice the length of the ship and there's just this one big eye and it and then it rotates about 90 degrees and there's this massive swell of water as you guys kind of drift to the side as this like 140 foot long blue whale Wow. Just does this big spray of water next to you guys, and you hear.
3: That is incredible.
1: What is? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At that point, I'm assuming I see yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah, oh, absolutely. You have to list <laughs> and follow. Oh, What are you talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but you both kind of clock just this giant whale coming up for some air.
0: Oh.
1: Is it like next to the ship? Mm hmm. It's within, like, 100 feet. Don't touch it. Yeah. You just... It's
3: within 100 feet?
1: Yeah. It's like,
3: you're
2: like, please, please. It's, like, a little bit away, but, okay. it, like, if you hold your hand out, it'll come close. It's an intelligent big whale. Yeah.
0: It's oh, crazy.
2: It's, like, the biggest Pokemon I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and Huge. it unintentionally but very gently just collides with the ship and everything goes... <laughs> and your dad's like, jeez. Oh, Wow. All right. Just keeps drinking He's, um, he's having a he's, he's having a rough time
3: What's up I Have an idea perhaps
1: well, Maybe here's... this whale Could oh. help pull us Bastard Interesting <sighs> If only I could talk to it Damn you and I shake the trident <laughs> <It
3: was nice>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I take it back uh I will try to talk to the whale okay in just my plain speak see if it reacts in man's speech man's okay speech uh it's different from
2: common <laughs> what do you say in man's speech
3: hello big friend you are a magnificent Pokemon.
2: There's another big geyser of water.
3: I would love if you could help us get to where we're going. We're going about whatever uh, knots that way. And in exchange for your assistance, um, I can give you a temporary boost to your speed and strength and we will try to take a like I don't know if there's something on the ship that in my head would be like an extra mast or something that it could bite on and then we could tie it maybe like a bridle yes or a horse. like a massive one and then well if we can do that We'll toss it out and then I'll say if you're if you're in for the deal, just grab that and I will give you the boost. Make a persuasion check. Okay.
2: This whale is quite friendly.
1: Can I assist cause I'm petting him? I'll allow it.
2: Yes. <laughs> or you can both roll. Either way.
1: Um, no. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Not, do you have a negative? No, oh you yeah. I have a net neutral. I do too. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a binge.
3: Um, I would allow
2: animal handling with a higher DC.
3: I accept your <laughs> offer. Okay. Because it's wisdom <laughs> what If you do, <laughs> what if you kindness. do persuasion,
2: so I Pokemon want. Handling? If you do persuasion, I want a ten. If you do animal handling, I want a fifteen. I'll just tell well, you. Yeah, that's okay. Pug
3: money handling like then. Okay. I'm giving uh, you advantage. Okay, why not? How about a 29? There you go. All right. Almost doubling the DC.
2: Uh, this whale seems, he's like—he's pretty intelligent among whales. He, he speaks man speak. Um, and as you're talking, you just kind of have this way about you as you're speaking to it. You watch as it kind of rotates again so its eye can fixate on the two of you. And it's just staring intently as you're speaking. Okay. And then it kind of just dives below and you're like, oh... And then the whole ship just or raises just picks slightly. It up?
3: Okay, so much for any of
1: that. My Waylord pirate ship is coming yeah. to fruition. And you
2: see behind the ship this massive spray as its tail kind of. Creating this big, like, updraft in the water as you guys just kind of get propelled ahead. Okay. And your dad just goes. I. <laughs> Hold on. We should have this kid all the time. Bring the sails up. I don't want him getting damaged. And he just kind of sits back.
3: This might as well happen. The whale's driving. Okay. I would still like to uh, get on Bullet mm-hmm. and fly down next to him. Yeah. And uh, can I give? Can I invoke two runes or just one? Uh, You do one at a time, okay. but there's no limit on like. Okay. Each uh, one's just an action, but okay. it depends what you're doing. I would like to give it a brief rune of might to increase the strength of the whale to make it a less taxing trip.
1: So now it's a 40 in strength,
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> as well as a protection rune, okay, so that it, it just feels safer. And if anything were to come, try to bite it, it wouldn't, yeah, because
2: it is. You know what? Uh, both of us. Some kind of, some kind of nature, something.
1: You got, you got good rolls. Some kind of nature. Yeah,
2: throw me a nature check real quick. I'm just, I'm just, I'm curious what I want to tell you. 17. That's pretty good.
1: 45. <laughs> yeah. 22. <laughs> Why am
3: I here? <laughs>
1: because,
2: um, uh, you guys will both be aware. Uh, whale lords do not like to typically float this close to the surface. Hmm. Um, because they get vulnerable. Because Exactly things might come in and attack them. Um, birds might come peck at them, thinking that they're dead. Um, any kind of shark-like creature might be extremely keen on um, attacking a whale lord, especially while it's hauling a boat on its back. A bit. Um, but as you put the r- rune of protection on it, there's this poof, poof, force all around the whale, and it makes happy whale noises. As it then just kind of raises the tail again, and and even more so, you guys just kind of jet ahead. And it does that. Fantastic. It does that probably once every mile or so, and then just coasts on that momentum. Love it. But you do see a bunch of, like, little fins start to kind of pop up on the side. And he's got a ruin of protection. And as the first one kind of tries to bite into it, you hear... <laughs> And the whole ocean around you starts to like just vibrate, and one of these sharpedos is kind of like shaking in place, trying to bite before just gets kind of launched through the air. Nice. As the Waylord just moves a fin slightly, but this rune of might it just
0: <laughs> just gets
2: absolutely
1: launched. It's hilarious. Um. I'll have cups go on the center mast. Okay, I love it. I'll have him climb up and kind of wrap himself around, and uh, he's just going to kind of—he's just going to act as a crow's nest watcher. He's going to—if okay. anything comes to uh, attack this thing from like farther away because of sniper—he'll uh, just yeah. gunk—he'll gunk shot it.
2: Yeah. Um. Speaking of sniper and gunk shot, uh, throw one for me real quick.
1: Sure. Natural twenty, so his wow. sniper ability activates.
2: Okay, um, start rolling damage real quick. Okay, it's so when we critical dude. on an
1: attack roll it deals two additional dice of damage prior to applying any modifications, the two dice will be double as part of the crit mm-hmm. damage, depending on how critical. Okay, woo! So, three d10. Um, on a critical hit, deals max damage. Oh, and it's poisoned. So, uh, does sixty points of poison damage. And it's poison.
3: And it's poison. And it's poison. Sixty points
2: and it's poisoned. Yeah, amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it goes on a critical hit, it deals max damage. Yeah. No, that's
3: that's Is that great. With the extra two dice too.
1: Yeah, that's nice. with the extra okay. two. Cool, 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 cool. Because it okay. does a d10, and then with uh, sniper does two extra, two extra. Woo.
2: Okay. Um, over was that the
0: course in the so new year. Hot, dude.
3: Okay. That's why Yeah, uh... so
2: over the course of this day or so while you guys are kind of sailing with this whale, um, you do eventually hear the horrible sound on the wind of a moon touched Neuvern mm. carrying through flying from the direction you're headed. Just flying out, seemingly attracted by the thunderous boom of the Waylord. However, Cups, being on alert, <laughs> stuck to the mast, sees something coming, and you watch as its eyes just... Dead shot over here. Completely dilate. <laughs> and there's just this ball of poison that drips a little bit onto the, onto the deck of the ship and uh, yeah, don't worry about this at all as the, as the Neuvern's kind of diving down screeching in you hit where it's eyes would be if it had any and it just domes the skull and the thing collides with the, the surface of the water and just starts to just dissolve and melt <laughs> he's got 50 hit points Dang. As Cups is just leave my new friends alone. <laughs>
1: just kind
2: of that was a good shot. Alright, well. Sorry. No, I'm not bad at all. That's great. Just completely
1: blew by that encounter. I'm fine with it. Cups is saves a us some time. Beast.
0: Yeah. Good
1: he job, has now buddy. set an
3: immensely high bar. Also, that <laughs> deconfirms the safe at sea. Immediately, mm-hmm. so much as, for that. yeah, like as Lucy's like pulling out a spyglass, cups.
0: We
2: are safe. <laughs> Everything's Jeez.
1: fine. So is g- the direction that we're heading. There's no land, of, like that is the Laris region.
2: Correct. Yeah, you guys so are where now. Are these coming from? You're in. You're still in like Larisian waters. To, yes. to put it in a human term. <laughs> yeah. In a couple miles, you'll be in like international waters, but. Just, I truly
1: hope it just got lost. Because uh, those, so, from past experience, when the Noiv- the piloted Neuvern, yeah. how many of those things popped out of it? Like f- three or four?
2: Per Neuvern? Yeah. Was it one, only one? One pilot per thing. They're oh. basically, yeah, they're basically I forgot like we living just fought, ships. I forgot
1: we fought four of them, though. Yes. Yeah, that's why. I think I had that number in my head. So, either A got lost... B, it's already taking over other parts of the world. Or C, they're dropping out like freaking fleas. Or my worst nightmare,
3: they've affected the tide collar.
1: Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't
3: say that. Pull up on the battle cruiser Kyogre
2: and they're just. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
1: Oh,
0: God. I don't
2: know,
1: man. Well, only one, the only one way to find out. I mean, you've shaved minimally
2: like a, a day off the clock by invoking a rune of might on a Wailord and giving it protection from sharks. Um, as you That were, was a good idea. Yeah, that was a very good idea. That was honestly. awesome. And with cups, just nuking a Noivern out of the air. So <laughs> anyway. Clean. Yeah. In as you guys are sailing... Your move, king me. Yeah. You see... Over time, a sort of perpetual, tempestuous black cloud of storms
3: off on the horizon. Found him. Is that what it was like when you saw him last time? Oh, yeah. All right. A
1: little bit worse because at that, that time it was stolen. He was pissed.
2: Your whale friend will... <laughs> But it start descending. Thank you, friend. And it'll kind of roll to the side, upside down. And then just kind of coast my off five back five in the way Finn. it came from. Free Willy! <laughs> <laughs> Might rude. <ruin. laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But he'll take his leave. You guys are a couple miles out. Maybe an hour of sailing, but...
1: Is uh, my dad still at the helm? Uh, he is now. As the whale descends, he's like, all right, all right, all right, I'm here, I'm here. How drunk is he? Scale of like one to, yes. He's on his second bottle of whiskey. I'm going I'm to go over, I'm going to put him, I'm going to sit him down and I'll steer us into. Okay. He
2: did, for once, does not fight you on this. Don't Just... want to get an SUI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from the, from the uh, Sharpedo cops. <laughs> <laughs> halt! <laughs>
1: But yeah, I'll sit him down because I also don't... Or actually, I'm going to walk him into his captain's quarters because okay. I don't want him acting like a fool in front of the tide collar.
2: Listen here, dude. <laughs> I deserve this.
1: Give me my powers. I'll actually ask Lucy to do so if she could.
2: Yeah. She'll, she's like, All right, big guy, let's go. And he's like, All right. Okay. Bye, whale.
3: It's already gone, but... I gotta say, D, I'm still a, a kid of the skies, but I definitely see why you... Uh, take to this is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until I actually made amends with my dad and, and got into the quote-unquote family business sort of deal. But yeah, it's it's nice. It's calming. It's not... I mean, you know, there's the fear of drowning, but again, you have the fear of falling to your death. I don't know which is worse. They're both pretty terrible.
2: But you know what? He's already done it.
1: Been there. And I saved your butt, too. Anyways... <laughs> He already did it. He knows. He knows the worst that can happen. So, so since he fell this guy and died, it's only right for me to go into the water and drown.
2: The, I'm telling you, Waylord's fin. High five, buddy. <laughs> D just goes. It's I like to the a super, super Smash. smash. <laughs> we, have, we zoom out and we just see like. you're breaking sound barriers. It's like a Top Gun Maverick when the ship explodes, oh, yeah. but it's D just.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: we have an Island. Ambrosia. We'll find the puddle that is the We'll give it to him. The oh, puddle. man.
1: God. Oh, speaking of, uh, I'm going to look in the bag of that Craig gave me. How many are in there? Three. Three? Okay. Um, Craig gave me these, and I pull out three revives, essentially. Oh.
2: They're not, like... Yeah, yeah. You're dead, dead. They're not Ambrosias. Yeah. yeah. They're zero HP. Get back at one. Yeah. 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 But... They are in a pinch. They're they can also stabilize. Yeah. it's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna heal. They're epipens. It's just gonna put them back at one.
1: Yeah. He apparently he's not supposed to dish these out, but he said hard times. Here you go. Fair enough. Yeah. So respect. Did you want one? I have three. Uh. Because you, do you only have Bullet and Wadsworth with you? Like that's it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. But on the bright side, Wadsworth uh, kind of does that innately. Aren't you cool? (laughs) From a strategy perspective, it makes (laughs) sense for you to slap. And I'm
1: keeping them.
0: Gotta get get that that
3: guac off your shoulders. uh, We had some rough times on the team lately. Uh, Monty was, uh, things were going to his head, and uh, he was not being the best teammate And I challenged him to make amends on that and uh, prove his leadership qualities. And we've been working on that for maybe a week or so now. And given what I've told you or like to speak with some stone things and find out a potential answer, I don't necessarily have time to dedicate to training my team. So I've put him in charge of preparing them for what's to come. Oof. And, uh, he will be pulling a Wyman to Coover and <laughs> taking on the gyms.
1: Heck, yeah. As a trainer. So the badges wouldn't go to you, they go to him? Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Cool.
3: I've never really been into the whole badge scene, so it's... I don't have any FOMO in that regard. Yeah. Um... I just think from a leadership perspective for him, uh, he would be able to kind of quantify internally his leadership by having those. Gotcha. And if I'm being honest, and my Pokemon are put away in this instance, uh, just as a reference while I say this, but if things don't shake out, as well as I would hope or something needs to happen to save the world and I don't make it I would hope that he could carry, carry on. on
1: I gotcha gotcha, gotcha makes sense well, let's try to not let that happen agreed let's, uh, let's get to talking to this big dude and hopefully he's not great over and he has some answers for us. Brew.
2: All right. Yeah, that wall of clouds is, like, rapidly approaching. You're kind of like,
1: first time at the
3: wheel, baby. Let's go right into this storm.
1: Like, I can't mess this up because I literally only have to go straight. Yeah. only <laughs> reason I'm And, in taking fact, over. as
2: soon as the kind of, like, the front little spoke of the ship that'll i never remember the name to, the, like, big piece that yeah. sticks out front, as soon as it interacts with the cloud wall it starts to kind of carve around the ship and you sail straight through like black hurricane storm clouds into a perfectly flat sea with like a lavender sky perfectly deadpan
1: water this is a lot better than last time i met him
2: And as you're kind of like steering, you notice a distinct lack of wind. And you're like, I don't think we're moving anymore, man. I think we're just sitting. (laughs) And you, as far around you as you can really see, there's just this barely noticeable curvature of this hurricane that you're just kind of on the inside of. But if you look right behind you, you still
1: see those black clouds. You're up, buddy. He's somewhere around here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know where I'm doing. I'll put the goggles on again and see if I can see. uh... The clouds are a glow
2: like crazy, perhaps unsurprising. Okay. They have a similar glow to nobody that you've seen because I'm realizing you don't have this stone anywhere near you. Hmm. But um, they do have a very powerful Purple and yellow glow. But it's like a weird dark purple. Doesn't match the sort of poison siggies that you've seen before. What? It's dragon. Dragon and lightning powers. Because Milo has seen a lot of these things before. And I'm describing it weirdly because I'm at
3: a loss for words. Are you sure we're at the right spot?
1: You're the one that pointed me in this direction. Yeah,
2: you're right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As beneath this perfectly calm water that looks like marble with like an inch of water on the top. It looks like you could walk on this. <laughs> Bursting out at the front of the the front of the ship is this enormous blue and white whale with red streaks down the side, a very orca-like face.
3: Is this the tide? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm looking, and I'm still seeing those colors. This thing, bright blue. What? It the shines world? like Crash,
2: but a million times brighter.
1: And tide color is a scion, correct? Yeah. Or... And I can ping. Can
3: I ping something? Can I tell D something? Yeah. Mentally and not yeah. audibly? Yes. Uh. I could be wrong, but I think there may be another being of sorts here. But keep that to yourself.
1: Just give me a thumbs up like, wh- how are you talking in my head? Yeah. Um. Listen, worm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I needed a sacrifice so that I could become powerful. <laughs> the comments were right. <laughs> All right. As Rabu al-Jula rises from the sea. Mutahadith Qasir. Oh, boy. Welcome. Hello. You are safe here. That is
3: great to hear.
2: Declan I... Blackwater. You know everybody. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Um, what can I do for you? My realm is at your leisure.
3: Take it away, sir.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm going to... Knowing that there's no wind, he's gonna be like, I gotta lower the anchor. You know what? Never mind. And, uh, he'll make his way towards... Because he's at the, the very front of the ship, yeah. right? Okay. I'll, um, I'll make my way over that way with wave in hand. Probably noticeably struggling, like, trying to carry this thing. Um, and I'll kind of do my best to hold it out, uh, To where it's kind of, uh, parallel. And she'd be like, I, uh, I messed up. I didn't, uh, I didn't fight somebody as, uh, I guess you would say honorably. And, uh, I almost took a life. Not an innocent one, but an unarmed and surrendering one. And now, uh, wave is unresponsive to me and now I have an old distant relative now trapped I guess as trapped in here and talking to me and I, I don't know how to fix it and I don't know how to make it better um
2: is your intention to give up the trident? yes
1: no I want to make amends with it I want I want to show it that 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 wasn't me there.
2: Then do so. Carry it with you. Prove you are worthy. It has not left you. All is not lost. These are dark times. For I imagine you would not be seeking me out.
1: You can say that.
2: Tell me why you have really come. You may speak freely.
3: You're up, buddy. Nothing else.
1: <laughs> Karen, give me a second. Okay.
3: Um, I would like to ask first. I'm getting used to <laughs> the music. Sorry, I love it. I uh just whispering in my ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... this always happens to you. I don't <laughs> know what to tell you. <laughs> We've been listening to the same (laughs) playlist for the entire time. So all of this is kind of new to me and um, still kind of getting the swing of it. But if I didn't know any better, I would think that uh, Ray Alderic was also here. (laughs) New, but not
2: inexperienced. Well done. Do you wish to meet them? Is that why you have come? Or do you have other questions?
3: Um, I would have questions that I would ask both of you. So I feel mm. like that makes the most sense. But if I don't know in traditional manners, if, they, if you guys need to be addressed one at a time. We are equals, A okay. lot of us,
2: including you, Mutahadith Kathir. Our species may differ greatly, Mm -hmm. but our powers and responsibilities are one. You heard him, Rai. Join us, please. As the sort of storm cloud continues, descending from above you, at a point that's kind of hard to judge with the ever-present lavender skyline, this massive black, purple, and blue dragon... Descends down very slowly, and with each wing beat, you can see its wings are like tattered and faded leather. Rotted in places, holes through the wings. And as it descends down, where a normal Hydreigon would have extra hands with like a head on them. This guy's got full-on claws and three heads. Whoa. Up top. Whoa. I'm out
1: of my element here. Whoa. <laughs>
2: and as it lands on the sort of surface of this water, it still towers well above the highest mast of the ship. Wow.
1: And what's this creature's non-crazy name? Uh, this is the father of Drakes. Yes. Okay.
2: I'm so proud of you. For, take an inspiration dive for remembering <laughs> the...
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I pulled up. I didn't remember it. No, I, I don't care. Take it. If you had, dude.
1: That's Take notes it. right there, baby. Take it. Please. <laughs> Take it. Well done.
2: For not only remembering that, but remembering the pronunciation, too. I'm very proud. <laughs> Anyways, as it lands, you see these three heads. And as it speaks, each head sort of trails in every third word or so. Welcome, new blood. New scion, watcher, speaker, Mutahadith Kathir. What can we do
3: for you who speak for all? Well, I have to assume that you guys are aware of the current situation and what's to come. We were just discussing
2: with Rabu. So, your arrival is unexpected, but welcome.
3: Thank you. Uh, This is my friend, D, here. Um, Hey, how are you? Lovely to meet, mortal flesh. That's me. Greetings, D. Uh, There are more of us, but uh, we are currently trying to prevent and or win against the upcoming threats yes Uh, yeah and um i've i've had a vision where we are victorious in a way that is similar to how the previous uh Mutahadith Kathir and the champion were imprisoned. And I was wanting to know if you, either of you had more insight as to how that happened that time. And if there's perhaps another way to do that without inflicting so many casualties. Your arrival is...
2: Most timely. But we were having a similar debate. I believe it must be possible. It's... It is not out of the question for us to... invoke the rights given to us... by the Muqaddimat Silalaya. However... Rai does believe, and I fear I must agree it will not be without risk and great sacrifice.
3: The alternative? Yes. For you see, the
2: the Mukadimad's method of sealing is dangerous when broken. As you know well. Yes. It is not
3: something done lightly. True. You need a player to player reminder? <laughs> yeah, real that. quick. Uh, So that name he is saying is the uh, God-King Precursor of Life.
1: Okay. I mm-hmm. was like, it sounds familiar, but I was like, what the fuck is that? Their boss. Yeah, okay. Okay. Now I'm caught up. I okay. think that, that was the one name that through it for a loop and I was like
3: yeah. <laughs> I was like wait yeah, you know? and I just start talking Latin <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much I'm, I'm just so like, many is <laughs> it, <right? laughs>
1: <What? laughs> it's like yeah. interesting
2: We We were discussing the virtues of Invoking such a ritual. We have all had visions of what is to come. Interesting. Should the Kufash da Al-Kamar hatch at full power, it is likely this world will never be the same.
3: Uh, okay. Just asking as a player, would I understand the translation of that name?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It translates roughly to Lunark. Okay.
3: Uh, okay.
2: Taking a little bit of liberties with Google Translate. Sure, sure, but sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure,
3: sure. Uh, was that the end of that sentence? I know I interrupted. Yeah, okay. more or less. Okay. When you say hatches at full power, is that what's in what's potentially going to happen in the coming days? Or, like, is there a way we could facilitate it hatching sooner at less power? Should things remain on course, the Kuvash
2: will be too strong. We were discussing alternative methods. However, to destroy a celestial body would have disastrous consequences Agreed. for this planet.
3: Yeah. What if we didn't destroy it? What if we just maintained it as a prison?
2: That is another option, but not one without great risk.
0: Uh,
2: Many among you cannot go to it safely and return. True. And
3: we cannot leave this place unattended. Gotcha. Is there anything or anybody you know that could? Guessing you? We could go. Yeah. But Oh, so you guys could, but it should, and no one else could. Correct. Got it. Okay. It is
2: another element of our discussion. (sighs) For us to abandon our posts is to share the same fate as he who once held your title. To be sealed away beyond space and time. Got it. And this world will not survive without Scions. And yet, maybe for us to disappear is the only
3: way you continue. Is the Lunark a sign? It will be when it hatches. Interesting. And there's no way we could communicate with it, come to a truce.
2: When it is newly hatched and newly born, it will have no concept of what it is or what it is doing. All of us have gone through something similar. Surely you have experienced your senses heightening at a remarkable rate. Yes. Imagine that on a much larger scale, you have just come into being and you are one of the most corruptive influences to ever exist. Gotcha. Through no fault of your own, it is not our wish to destroy the Kufash, But... If it must happen for the world to continue,
3: surely the Creator would understand. What if we were to do something similar, but instead of imprisonment, we were to do another means, such as purification? Or, um, that's all I got. Okay.
2: Um, another figure will sort of join you in this conversation. <laughs> Apparating on the deck of the ship, right between the two of you. A very large pink crystalline rhombus shape. Seems to be made out of almost diamonds. Interesting. Uh al Yes. Thank you for joining us.
1: I
3: thought Pleasure. I heard you say electric.
2: I did. Oh. <laughs> Pleasure to meet both of you. Mutahadith Kathir. <laughs> the Black Water.
3: Bearer of Wave.
1: That's a cool title.
3: This is, uh, also known as the Soul of the Fae, D'Anci. Yes.
2: Do not worry, I come in peace. I hope so. I have not come to make deals. Now, we were discussing the sealing of Kufashda Al-Kamar. Why not simply destroy it?
1: I am go ahead. No, I'm no. way out of my depth. <laughs> You're about to say something. I'm like, no, it was more. I'm it? more. Think, I'm more thinking out loud. We'll think out loud. Do no, it. this is your time. I know, but do you wouldn't out
2: there? That's their time. <laughs> Down, Down here, here.
1: Uh, I mean, des- destroying it. Yeah, that's the quick, easy solution. But yes. that's. I mean, that's still hurting everything here.
2: Mm-hmm. The father of Drakes will chime in. Easy talk from one
3: in a position of power. I mean, if destroying the celestial body is going to cause so much harm to this planet, isn't it hatching going to cause just as much? And killing it might also cause just as much.
2: I believe we are in a no-win situation, your wisdom is quite well renowned. We are faced with multiple outcomes, each worse than the last. To destroy a celestial body now would destroy the seas and cause untold havoc for your people. My domain would cease to flow I cannot allow this and yet to allow the Lunark to hatch will also bring about the destruction of a celestial body imprisonment is beyond our capabilities we know the method but not the execution There is a piece missing, one we were never taught. The creator ensured
3: that. On the imprisonment technique? Is Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. So...
2: We know the right, We do not know how to seal it.
3: Perhaps you can share more with us the visions you had. But the vision I had, there was a uh, a member of our teams and I'll send out Wadsworth such as myself and my equal Wadsworth here. Good phrasing. Good phrasing. Uh, Very good phrasing. Where Saint. we have obviously been attuned to the psychic stone. But In the fight, we would need to lay down our lives to then channel it. And we would need that from all types that exist. And when that happens, the prison is created at the cost of those that created it. Yes, that is the ritual.
2: And the soul of the Fae will chime in. Afraid of a little death, are we?
3: It's not that I'm afraid of it. It's just that it's a task that I would not ask Wadsworth to do. And he would not allow me to complete either. And to have that 20-fold to create that is a lot. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that if that's the only way, you know peace out world good luck have fun <clears throat> but we have some days remaining and it seems worth to explore and ask these questions rather than just cave into to the first thing that we've
1: come across and it's one thing for us to sacrifice our lives but we can't ask that for anybody else that's not fair
2: <laughs> yes such is the hardship For everyone to survive, as we have seen, many must not. And as willingly as some of us, and the father of Drakes shoots a pretty nasty look over to the soul of the Fae, as some of us would gladly lay down our lives for the purpose in which we were created, should the world survive after, especially with such great sacrifice, Competent guardians will be more important than ever. We will find another way. I will be in touch. I must return to the peak. There are new arrivals coming soon. New arrivals of the moon touch? No. A new tribe to shelter. One to watch over. I will not be far if you need us.
3: Can I make one humble request of each of you?
2: This is just the father of Drake's, but yeah. Yeah, I. Yes, each of the heads.
3: No, all of them. Oh, all of them. Yeah. Tide collar, everybody. Certainly. If we come to. Regardless of how things are playing out, if in the end this is how things have to play out. Can I ask that while we're researching other things, you work with and train someone that you're either confident would be your replacement or someone that is willing to play that part in your stead?
2: I believe I have
3: one such
2: who may be ready to take over if they are not willing to give themselves over. For the cause. Haris Almia, I believe, may be ready. As I understand it, he has taken a new pupil.
3: Mm, Okay. Perhaps it will be his time. Got it.
1: Uh, Can I get the English translation, please? That is the... Oh, okay. Context (laughs) clues. I don't have that one there. Perfect.
2: I believe he may be ready, depending on How far along his pupil has come in their teachings.
3: Oh, boy. And,
2: ah, we believe we have someone in mind that will be ready. A storm surfer in your tongue. And we will send them to you if they are amenable to this idea.
3: Okay. That sounds so familiar, and yet I can't remember...
1: I think it's because we always joke about Pontiki being a storm surfer. Oh. (laughs) The first person that came to my mind was Pontiki.
3: It's one of those things, too, where I don't really want to know who it is because I need, like, action to take its course. I don't want to, like, jeopardize that in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With that,
2: always nice to chat with mortals. If you find your way back to Etiola, my realm, stop by Breeze Lock Peak.
1: Been there twice.
2: True. I have seen your arrival many times. I hope you will darken my doorstep again. (laughs) Until then, friends. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this massive rush of wind, and they're gone. All three of them? Just the dragon. Okay.
1: I have a question for the two of you. Sure. <laughs> you, are you guys these? And I'm not. I'm trying to use. I'm trying to dance around words. Like, are you these? Like, are there beings greater than you, or are you top yes, of the food chain? One. One greater. Well, Besides your creator. Well,
2: depends on perspective.
1: Is this a uh, is the soul of the fae kind of like here, like like right in my next fae? to you? Yeah. Okay. Punch it. <laughs> no real like limbs, but yeah. just like this
2: very weird rhombus shape with these two like giant ruby eyes.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I've I mean, I was told by uh, a thousand times great grandfather that there are other creatures in the sea that hold deals. You kind of piqued my interest when you said deal. You want to make a deal. Not with you particularly. You freak me out. Case number
3: 23. (laughs) Yes, come
1: on. I don't take that much. Gotta do a lot more than that to earn all this, girlfriend.
2: I'll be back. But... I'll never be far if you change your mind.
1: Well, you're fun. As the tight
2: collar, (laughs) I apologize for their actions.
1: That's okay. Um,
2: They are... Insufferable, but necessary.
1: Fair enough. Um, What I was originally getting at was, there's this multi-headed serpent, and I thought he would be one of you guys. No. A...
2: multiversal wanderer. He has been allowed to remain, for there is nowhere else he can go.
1: Well... Do you have any connections with this creature?
2: He functions as any of my children.
1: So he is one of your children?
2: Adopted, but yes. He can be brought to heal.
1: Would it be possible to request an audience at some point in time with him?
2: You may find him difficult to converse with. He so, does not speak your tongue.
3: Can I, at this point, and we'll have the conversation after? Can I pull Perseus aside? Is he available to speak to right now? Well, I have, w- I have way, way in my hand conversation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay.
2: Perseus is, for the first time since you've had him, speechless. He's like, "You guys are talking to gods. What are you doing?" He's
1: like you're twelve. I didn't do this till I was thirty. <laughs> Just look back at him like, "What punk." Anyways, yeah. um... No, I've I've been told that he might be difficult to deal with. Uh, apparently he has a fondness for one of my ancestors long ago.
2: Uh, yes, I imagine. The I... Blackwater name comes and goes like the tides.
1: So I've been told. But, uh, I'm... I'm just looking for, again, if... The proverbial... You know, explosion of the moon and the destruction of Earth. It'd be nice to have an all-hands-on-deck, sort of.
2: Rest assured, those beneath us that we have sway over, they will be aware, and they will be ready when the time comes. Much in the same way, I imagine you've been making your own preparations. We have made ours. The specifics of these preparations will be made available to you, Mutahadith Kathir, as the days draw nearer. It is only united that we may see the other end of this endless night that is to come.
1: Well, if you happen to throw my name around and he wants a chat, I'll be near the port where we last encountered.
2: I will inform him. That's all I ask. Of Wave's new owner. And see if you pique his interest.
1: Not, no harm, no foul, but. It's all for me. Uh, thank you. I appreciate your time and the advice with Wave. I'm gonna do my best to fix it.
2: Wave is fickle. It does not think like you do. It is an eternal weapon. But it has standards. It has preferred methods of being wielded.
1: Got it. Well, with that, I bid you adieu.
2: to Hadith.
3: Rewind. I want to talk to Perseus for a second. Yeah. Sidebar. Hey, real quick. I know this is crazy. There's a lot going on. Yeah. The the world that you came from, you said that like it was a huge explosion. Like there's a version of you that died. Like is that whole kind of world kind of was it, did it blow up? Is it doomed? Is it donezo?
2: Yes, it's it's gone.
3: It's completely gone. He's like, oh,
2: what? Yeah, there was literally
3: nothing. Okay, thank you and then I'll wait till they finish their conversation. Okay.
1: (laughs) And I bid you adieu (laughs) as I awkwardly (laughs) bow away.
3: Uh, Actually? (laughs) So on the subject of this multidimensional creature, do you have any additional insight maybe on how they got here?
2: I believe it was a failed attempt by someone in the multiverse to ascend to a higher level than they were prepared for. It would be as though a mortal attempted to rise to godhood by the shortest possible route and failed.
3: By, do you know why, by what means? Like, how do you, how would one ascend? The stones in our
2: reality are stable. So far as I have gleaned from working around Undertow, the stones in their time were quite fragile, quite explosive. The Firestone, a number of months ago, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: was but a brief glimpse into the volatility held within. Our stones have mostly gone dormant, they are less volatile. Still highly corrupting, but that is the job of the Scion and the
3: Guardian. So, with, like, say, for example, the Firestone still had the nature of it to do so. If similar pieces were collected and subjected to pressure, would something similar happen?
2: It is quite likely, yes.
3: An additional question. Let's say we knew or maybe you did. Let's say we knew this moon was gonna hatch a thousand years ago. Would that be enough time to prepare and keep that from happening again? Or like to keep that from happening like Knowing that's coming, and you have the time to prepare, is that an inevitability?
2: I'm confused. (laughs) Uh, So, what are you doing? Knowing what we know right now. Knowing what you know right now.
3: Yes. If we were to, in theory, rewind the clock like a a thousand years, knowing that in a thousand years this is going to happen, is that enough? Like, are you do you think with the knowledge that you have, you would be able to stop it from happening? So could you go back in time a thousand years, and use that time? And prevent it from hatching at all? Or is that a, uh, uh, what's the... Is it a fixed term- point yes. in history? Yes. Um,
1: Good question.
2: <laughs> I'm afraid I have not given it too much thought. However, time does seem to be quite against us.
3: Just keep that in mind.
2: I will ruminate on this. It will give me much time to think. Thank you, Rabu. I appreciate your time. Of course, Mutadith Kathir. You are always welcome
3: in the Palace of Tides. Uh, I have uh, one last question for you. Of course. It concerns my friend D over here. Yes. D here is. An amazing trainer. And he's done a lot with and for his team. I think he is an invaluable ally. The music. <laughs> <laughs> so quickly. What's, what's your hype walk out on the field song right
2: now?
3: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Was that like Sea of Thieves or something? No, that's oh, okay. one
2: hour of Medieval Eminem. Oh, okay. It's the real Slim Shady. Um, and without me.
3: So, my friend D here is an incredible trainer. He's mm-hmm. done a lot with and for his team. And I think he is an invaluable ally in the times to come. Uh, I trust him implicitly. Uh, even at times when that may not be reciprocated. I think his heart's <gasps> in the right place. And... Uh, he is also very skilled with water type Pokemon in terms of both communication and teamwork. Uh, and he has a lot of those allies at his side. And I know as a scion, you may be able to help bolster his abilities or his teams, even if it was just for one. Um, would you consider bestowing a gift upon him or his team?
2: Where you are headed, you will find many things. Sailors who have prematurely met their end. I feel within you a desire. You seek a crest. Should you find it, invoke my name. I will aid you in this moment. Yes, sir. In the meantime, a small trinket left behind by one such as you from long ago and a small golden necklace begins to kind of like apparate around your neck this should assist you where you are going and in the battles to come you may add to your inventory the amulet of the legendary pirate queen Georgia Red Red with 2D
3: (coughs) I was thinking, source stone boost, but hey, <laughs> yeah. sounds pretty certain.
2: Uh What's your charisma score? Ten. Well, you are attuned to this necklace. <clears> okay. <throat> your charisma score is nineteen. <gasps> what's your constitution score? Uh, Twelve. Well, you are attuned to this necklace. Your constitution score is nineteen. Well, attuned to this necklace. You can hold your breath for a number of minutes equal to twice your constitution modifier. Wow. Damn. Also known as eight minutes
3: now. Yeah. I don't need no scuba.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am scuba. I just put amulet of the pirate queen. Perfect. Because that was a lot. Mm -hmm.
3: Georgia red, baby. Uh.
1: I appreciate it. Uh. Thank you. Of
2: course, any friend of the Mutahadith Kathir, and one who would sail into a maelstrom, knowing what awaits him on the other side, is deserving of the gifts of the sea, lost to time. Agreed. Now then, my friends, I fear I must take my leave of you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, you are welcome any time, I must think on the things we have discussed today. Absolutely. Same here. Do not be a stranger, Mutahadith. Before or after, you are always welcome here. Thank you. And if worse comes to worse, Captain Blackwater, you and your vessel are welcome here any time as well. It may not be the most noble end to your story, but you are safe here from what is coming. And we will offer you safe harbor in the Palace of Tides.
0: I appreciate that offer.
2: Now away with you. You have things to do. Allies to recruit. Yes. As do I. Farewell, my friends. Take care. And the sort of tempest wall collapses shut and you guys land back on like the rocky seas a second to a perfectly clear day
3: um once that kind of all settles Mm -hmm. uh milo will slump his shoulders and kind of give out some heavy breaths like he was holding that posture for a long time and wow that was a lot yeah that was a lot there
1: was three out of the one that we thought we were gonna to talk to. Yeah. For
2: Milo's radar purposes, there were four. Four, yeah.
3: I kind of As I know Joel was picking about. up on, but
1: there was it felt like there was
3: even another one, but I am not aware of who that is. So um I'm sure they could sense that I knew they were there, but uh if they weren't ready to talk yet, I felt like an audience of three was a really good start.
1: That is a solid start. So, well, I mean if the that other that fourth one resides out here and you need another quick trip, let me know. For sure. Uh, I appreciate the the kind words you said. I meant them. <sighs> Thank you.
3: Um what do you think's next for you? Are you going to go find that ship?
1: Yeah, that's that's my kind of fail safe. That if CJ doesn't want it, then I'll have to take it. Don't want to be bound to a ship for all eternity, but better than no existence at all. True. So, but that's worst worst case scenario. <clears throat> yeah. um, but that was a lot. Like you just casually like having these conversations with these giant beings. <laughs> I was losing my goddamn mind. Um.
3: Let's just say that in my, uh, newfound abilities, the, uh, masking my shaking boots was heavily (laughs) used.
1: Yeah, I can tell, man. I can't maintain composure at sixth level. (laughs) Cool as a cucumber, dude. I'm good. Yeah, I wanted to, like, faint, like, probably six times. Well.
3: (sighs) Well, it seems, uh that uh, even the tide Caller thinks that you'll be able to make things right with wave and yeah um, maybe something with that ship or if you end up going on land and fighting some moon touched or protecting some people might win him back over
1: I plan to do whatever whatever I need to do huh. so what's uh what's next on your docket after this?
3: I might try to find some more and make sure that they have the same kind of plan in mind and um, you know to be honest that uh, Soul of the Fae Sion um, although seeming to have ulterior motives might have some wild ideas and would uh, be a
1: good failsafe one but not like, uh, this is plan A. seem a little off the rocker.
3: So I might try to talk with them and see if uninhibited by the rest of the audience, what else they might have to say. And, uh, maybe some of the others that I can sense that we haven't met before. One of them is, uh, I want to get your take on it. The champion's, uh, Urshifu.
1: You want to have a discussion with him?
3: I'm just saying if I'm talking with the rest in my current state, no. But what's your opinion? Do you disagree? Do you think I should?
1: I mean, you're now what that Alakazam once was, the Prime Mind, correct? I'm assuming he can sense that and even the rest of her team can probably sense that too. If you can find a way to either isolate... The Slayer of Men, I think is what their name was. I think if you find a way to isolate them, I think you have a better chance at having an actual conversation than you just walking in and being like, you know, yeah. hey, what's 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 popping?
3: I've been kind of mulling it over, and I was thinking if I did, I'd try to, to the best of my ability, approach them in their sleep and talk to them in their dreams. So even if they did try to punch my heart out in one clean blow, at least it's a dream version
1: of me and not my
3: actual body.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you have a way to literal astral project yourself into it, that'd be a good way to do it. Might have to practice that. Yeah. But... Yeah, that... I I strongly suggest you stay away from in-person. And if you need to get there in person, let me or somebody else know so that way you at least have some backup if it hits the fan. So... I will. I just want to... I mm, just want to keep you, keep you safe, buddy.
3: Appreciate it. That's fist bump. Fist bump.
1: Amazing. But uh, well, let's get you back, and I'm gonna go find this, this family crest.
3: Hey, man, if you want to go from here, I'll send out bullet. You're more than welcome to. We can make it from here.
1: Yeah, uh, it'll probably be easier just to make a straight beeline for it. So. All right. Good All right, luck. Buddy. Take it easy.
2: And with that. Ladies and gentlemen, so concludes the meeting of the minds, all the scions. Having met far more than the Tidecaller in the Palace of Tides, Dee and Milo once more part ways in search of their next adventures. If you enjoyed this episode of Boarding Party, please consider leaving a like on the video to show your support. If you'd like to see more of the Tots and stay up to date on the Laris region, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to our Patreon. From there, you can join the discussions in our Discord server, or check out the post shows still rolling, get a recap of every session with myself and the crew. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about the meeting with the Scions, and what you might suggest in their position. Thank you so much for watching, we'll catch you next week as Monty tackles the first round of the gym circuit.